Hey everybody and welcome to season three, episode four of Black Women Working Podcast. Um, today we're joined by the lovely ladies. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey, it's Natalie. Hello, it's Tolu. And our special guest, Ash Alves. Hey Ash, how Hello. are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Good. Good, good, good. Um, yeah. Just a quick reminder to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our hashtag is BWWPodcastUK and that's also our at as well. Our email is blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com and our website is www.blackwomenworking.com and you could subscribe there to our fortnightly newsletter. Um, Chantel's not here with us today, so we just we know she's here with us in spirit as usual, but um, she's probably <laughs> laughing and giggling somewhere. But you know, um, she'll be back with us soon. Um, and today, the quote of the day is: "Your space is sacred. Trust and honor your boundaries." And it's a quote by Alex L. Mm. Um, I really appreciate her quotes. She's really mm. good, and everyone should go and follow her on Instagram. She's really inspirational, and I really appreciate all the things she puts up. So yeah, mm. she's really cool. Um, so wellness at work, what does that look and feel like? Mm. What can we like gain from having a good wellness kind of schedule while we're working and things like that? I did find some quotes, um, not quotes, sorry, stats. Um, m- the average full-time worker spends 36.5 hours at work per week. Um, I actually spend more than that, but most people would spend that and maybe a bit less. And if you're not really incorporating wellness into those 36 hours or more or less, um, it does become difficult. You can, lots of things can happen to you. So I think wellness is really a big topic that we need to discuss today. Um, I had a few questions for Ash and I was hoping she can help us. Um, So for Ash, what is wellness to you? Okay, so... First and foremost, well, wellness is really, really important, especially in relation to work. So to me, wellness is the choices that we make deliberately on a day-to-day basis and whereby we're taking care of our mental, emotional and physical health. Also, wellness encompasses different things. So wellness could be like the wellness or the, the health of your your relationships with others and also your like spiritual health. But the main areas in which I explore and which like encompass wellness is the mental, emotional and physical health. And it's basically the acts that you do on a day-to-day basis to live a more fulfilling life and to basically be become the best version of ourselves. Oh, I like well, that. That was really succinct. Yeah. One thing that I wanted to um, go back to, actually, is if you could just let our listeners know kind of like what your background and context is, Ash, in terms of why we've um, uh, got you here to talk about wellness. Yes, of course. So I am a writer, a wellness advocate, and I'm also a workshop facilitator. And I'm also the founder of an organization called Worry Reminder, where we focus on creating a space for healing, self-empowerment and authentic conversations. So a lot of the work that I do is basically centered around healing and, and wellness. So, um, you know, it's a pleasure to be here to talk about this talk about this because I think with wellness and work it's something that we tend to overlook and we tend to um, like neglect our um, mental health and our um, emotional needs because you know to be in service um, at work and so I think it's a really important topic so I'm I'm so happy to be here today with you guys but yeah that's me thank you Um, how, Ash, would you incorporate wellness into your working lifestyle on a daily basis? Maybe talk about how you might do it and how you might advise others to do it. 
yeah of course so besides from like doing my um like writing and just like general um advocacy for wellness i also am a program support officer at a university so like on a day-to-day -day basis like doing nine to five and then also like after that having to you know juggle the other responsibilities it can get really difficult so i make sure that i prioritize wellness it's not an easy job to do like i'm sure you guys can relate to me like it can be difficult especially when you've got multiple obligations and on top of that you also just want to live your best life because you're in your mm. you know you're young you know you just want to enjoy yourself so sometimes it can it can be a struggle but um i really like focus on three areas in my life and um i basically just like do audits regularly just to check how I feel um, about those areas of my life. So the first aspect that I look at is my mental health. Um, and I'm very, um, I have like a routine that I do on a day-to-day -day basis and what I do like before I even go to work. Obviously we've been, um, you know, it's COVID and I've not actually been in, the phys in a physical office space for a bit. But what I tend to do is like, before I even open my laptop, I make sure that I center myself and that I'm grounded. Mm. So I make sure that I, I um, either listen to an inspirational podcast, you know, listen, look at some quotes which make me feel good, that make me feel uplifted. Um, I make sure that I don't check my phone in the morning. Okay. I have this routine where like, I have this thing where like, I don't check my phone like for the first 30 minutes in the morning. And the reason why I do that is because I feel like it's really important to start your day in a space where you've kind of like cleansed anything that's outside of you. And you're like, you've really set an intention that I'm going to have a good day. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But yeah, ultimately, I feel good within myself before I even decide to interact with other people, whether that's work. Um, you know, my job can get quite stressful. So it's really important that I have those sort of things in place. So I start and I open my laptop in a space of, OK, do you know what? I'm ready for any challenges that come my way. Yeah, so I, like I think the... Yeah, so the main thing for me is just like having a morning routine um, helps me with my mental health um, and the meditating as well. I love meditating and I'm not going to lie, I'm not the, I don't, I'm not the best in terms of like, I don't like do multiple techniques or like know the ins and outs of meditating. But to me, meditation just looks like giving myself space just to just be with myself just to connect to you know you know my my inner self you know what I'm feeling what I'm thinking and just give have a moment of silence so that's something that I do and I think that really helps me with my well-being especially when it comes to starting my day and in terms of like when I'm actually in work um, the things that I do are things like make sure that I take my break you know it's really mm -hmm. important I think it's something that we overlook when it comes to wellness we forget that we need to take breaks and sometimes we're like we can get so occupied with what's going on at work that we forget that we have needs and we need to rest so I make sure I take my breaks and I'm I'm the type of person that I'm like I'm sorry I'm not responding to this email because I'm going on break like I'm just not doing it <laughs> so it's mm. like I'm very like clear at like do you know what I'm taking my breaks I'm taking my hour break um, you know, when it comes to 5 p.m., I'm logging off. I'm sorry. I'm not dealing with anything outside of it. So I'm very, like, um, very strict when it comes to things like that because I know that if I was to work really late at my job, I'm not going to feel good the next day. Or when I finish, I'm not going to feel great about myself. Mm -hmm. So it's like I make sure that I do those sorts of things intentionally. Um, and then another thing that I do is I love to journal. So I do a lot of writing. 
so whenever I have something on my mind I write a lot um I just you know just any thoughts or feelings I write it and even like on my lunch breaks at work if I feel a certain way I'll write about it because I feel like it's an opportunity for me to release um you know my feel like how I feel um and then I will say in terms of like generally in my day-to-day when it comes to work the things that I do in terms of physical health is just make sure that I drink water make sure that I'm Mm -hmm. staying hydrated because I think when we think of wellness we you know I mean there's a lot of emphasis now like on the the physical I mean the mental aspect of it but also just the basic things like drinking water is also a way to give back to yourself and to do things which um you know is good for your body so just making sure that I stay hydrated making sure that I um you know, for the most part, I try to eat, you know, well, and make sure that I, you know, get my fruits and vegetables in, um, in my daily work, um, you know, schedule. And then in terms of just, terms of just emotional health and stuff, um, making sure that, like, I check in with friends and people around me, like, make sure that I'm on lunch breaks or after work, make sure that I speak to someone or have, like, a nice conversation with a friend or someone that means a lot to me because I feel like it helps me to sort of unwind and also Mm -hmm. just to be there for your friends and and yeah just you know just just experience that joy so I think those are the main things um that you know I do but I think and when and when it comes to like tips I will say that you should sort of like break down areas of your life so what's your mental health saying what's your physical health saying what's your emotional health saying and 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 ask yourself fundamentally what can I do to bring me joy and I think when you keep doing those things or what can I do to make me feel better, when you when you act upon those things, when you do small things on a day-to-day basis towards that, then I think that's what ultimately allows you to live a more fulfilling life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely mm. agree. I think for myself, I think one of the only things that I do on the list, I should be doing more than what you've mentioned, Ash, is drinking water. I think that's the only thing that I'm like... That's the whole list, that's the only thing you do. I thought she was going to say drinking alcohol. (laughs) No, I drink... No, 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 no. I drink a lot of water. Now, I've managed to manage myself because otherwise I'll be going to the toilet 24-7. But I've managed to schedule myself so that I can drink water throughout the day and I'm not dehydrated. Everything else I don't seem to manage to do. I'm not even joking. The whole... I'm not even joking. Seriously. Drinks water, she minds her own business. Yeah, okay, I'm that, I'm that. But I feel like because I've become so busy and there's just so many things going on, Mm, I want to be able to write. And like, you, you know, Ash, how you was mentioning that you write down your thoughts and things that you might be thinking throughout the day. Mm, I want to be able to do that. But what happens is I think about it and then something else pops up. I just forget about that and I'm onto whatever the next thing is. And I think that kind of Mm. has held me back a bit. It can be very difficult, especially when you've got so much going on. But you know what I do? I don't overthink the process. It's more so just like, I quickly write it in my notes like just little mm. things like that on my phone like I don't need to be writing it down on paper or mm. even on my work laptop I just like write some things that I'm thinking in my head because I think like on a day-to-day basis we've got so much going on in our minds and we just need to kind of get it out so mm. I think just just have something there whether it's paper or your phone just type down how you're thinking what your thoughts are or maybe just what you need to get done just sort of detoxing what's in your mind because mm. I think sometimes we can be overwhelmed mm-hmm. Definitely. Nat's toes, what do you guys do like in terms of Tolls your... can go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
in terms of the question of what is wellness um i think to me it's um and this is one of my favorite terms you guys are probably sick of hearing me say it by oh. now but it's like why are you sighing already no, i know what you're gonna say go on <laughs> what guess what is it no no just say it no go on say it no I'm not... have your moment girl yeah, go on have your moment <laughs> oh, okay. go on beyonce it's um maintaining it's about equilibrium was that what you're thinking <laughs> I wasn't anyway. thinking anything, but no. Um, sorry, Natalie. But anyway, yeah. Wellness for me is like um, maintaining equilibrium in the areas that um, Ash pointed out. So that spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, it's like having all those things in equilibrium. And I specifically say equilibrium and not necessarily like um, a peak because life is such that everything is not going to go great all the time. But if you can maintain an equilibrium, whether life is like dragging you down or whether you're in a really great space, you're always going to kind of be balanced. If you have like just a baseline standard of uh, wellness within yourself, then you're going to be able to kind of um, manage the emotional highs and the emotional lows of work. Now, to bring that into a work context, how do I do that? Do you know what, actually, what you said about in the morning, not looking at your phone, that is something that I've been doing probably for about a year. Like, I literally mm. pretty much refuse to answer things before 8 a.m. Like, it's on Do Not Disturb, and I might wake up at 6, but my Do Not Disturb doesn't really come off until 8 a.m. because the quicker I engage with the content on there is the quicker I get sucked into those things. And even yeah. sometimes that starts to impact your working life as well because when you're supposed to be concentrating on your task, you're thinking about the things in there. And in terms of specifically, like, within the work context, um, yes, taking breaks, what you're, you know, the what you're allowed to take as well, not really allowing other people to impose their sense of, a haste and urgency upon you to the point that it's becoming detrimental and you can't take that and also I think there's an element of it where you kind of uh, discuss with your peers and your colleagues as well at work at work um, trying to come up with like community strategies mm, in, yeah. which um, relieve the burden of everybody because everybody mm -hmm. has got something going on and then they have work pressures and some people unknowingly convert those pressures down to other people especially if they're mm. a leader because they don't know how to manage their life properly but if there is like a, a safe space or a kind of context within which you know uh, teams can kind of talk to each other mm -hmm. and kind of discuss you know what's the best way of handling certain things and often these come in the form of you know team bonding exercises and all those kind of events and stuff I think that they're quite useful in understanding uh, your colleagues as more than just your colleagues but also as human beings and when you understand them as human beings then you treat them like human beings and you put less pressure on them put less pressure that could be unreasonable which you know can have a negative impact on on their life so there's that kind of community element community element of well-being as well as kind of that internal personal element of well-being within the workplace i and love that yeah, I know, Tal, that's good. Um, I'm quite surprised to, to find out that I actually do a lot of stuff of the stuff on the list. Oh, I'm proud of in, you! In the most non-like teacher's pet type of way. <laughs> <laughs> and considering, considering like, I don't feel like I have a very good like work-life balance anyway, I was quite proud of myself. So um, I'm not as strict as you guys with the um, no phone, 
but I do definitely try to stay off of Instagram because one, I find that <laughs> that is just like, I don't know how to describe that thing. That is like the devil's like playground. That's like mm-hmm. Alice in the whole, like you look at one thing and then you click mm. and then you click and then you click Vortex. and then you've lost like 48 minutes of your life. It's and true. especially like when you're, I find like when you're waking up, it's all about, like Ash was saying, like sending yourself those positive messages. So I actually have like a sacred creed that is like talks about who I am as a person and how I work and my affirmations that's recorded on my phone in my Mm, voice notes so then I like um just play it to myself because sometimes I don't have energy to like write it out or say it so I play that and I do like a free minute meditation so I have this app called soul time it's like a christian meditation app so it will just help you meditate for like three to five minutes and then I have like other things I do but I can't lie sometimes when I wake up I'm tired I'm groggy but those two things are like my mm. go-to, mm-hmm. like minimum two things. I do my journaling sometimes. And um, I think because we're at home, I'm finding it easier to have a bit more control over my schedule. So if I can't do like some journaling in the morning, I'll definitely do it in the evening and at, and at lunchtime. Just, And it could be like just a few lines about how I feel about a certain thing that's happened. So yeah, I can't, and I'm, I'm working on the drinking water. I'm definitely working on the taking breaks. The one thing I wanted to ask you about, Ash, is simply like, you know that thing you said, like, when it's five o'clock and I get emails, mm. I don't respond. Like, um, that I actually do do now thinking about I it. Don't, I Lock it off. I can't. I do, um, you know, but not I by. Can't, yeah, no one's forcing me, to be honest. I can't do. I just feel like I cannot do that in certain circumstances. It yeah. depends. So it's not like yeah. every single email. Like someone would be like, oh, hey, can you send me this? No, you can wait till tomorrow. But if it's something that, that is urgent from, mm-hmm. like it might be from my boss or something like that, that needs a response, I kind of feel like I need to do it. So I have my set time where I will move away, like from the laptop area or I will not be responding to emails, but for emails that are particularly important. Mm-hmm. I think just in, when you do work in the corporate world with Blackberries, mm-hmm. especially on lockdown, there is this assumption that, you're only ever two seconds away from your blackberry and you need to respond and like you're not responding at 7 30 who do you think you are type thing do you know what i mean yeah i think mm-hmm. for your line of work though nats it is like yeah a bit more difficult to like pull away at it, a certain it can, time it can be i remember like i was having a conversation with a client on friday that went on for like two hours too long and he did and he was <laughs> like he was like yeah can you send me something during the course of monday and i was like i can send it to you by close of business monday and he was like, mm, and I was like, it has to be closed to business Monday because I knew that if I, if I didn't set that boundary mm. with him, I would have ended up doing it on the weekend. And the joke was, I woke up on Sunday, um, like with anxiety mm. about mm. doing the task, and mm. I just refused to log on and start to do it because I was like, I need to kind of tackle the anxiety. I need to put things in perspective rather than thinking I can just work my way out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think. I don't know if I would have been in that mind frame if I wouldn't have been like doing the meditations, trying to structure breaks into my day mm-hmm. and things like that because I think I would have just been so panicked about it. And sometimes you think you can work your way out of anxiety mm-hmm. and you actually can't. You kind of have to make, I would say in this situation, you kind of have to overeat with the wellness. So mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. when I was feeling anxious, I just used to feel anxious. And then like Tol says, I used to just be like, my poor little trainees would just be running around scared of me like, ah! because like anything I would just lose my temper but now I feel like in moments like that I try and the same way the way I see it is like if I had a cold 
they would say was like feed a cold i would then be trying to eat oranges i'd be trying to take this vitamin tablets i'll be eating bread i'll be eating mm. everything i can to build up my immune system i feel like in particular times of anxiety i just take that approach and be like the times that you're anxious are the times that you need to make sure you like meditate three times a day mm-hmm. that you do like say your affirmations mm-hmm. that you do actually make an extra effort to journal even if you don't feel that you have the time because you need to build your self up spiritually and mentally and it's like a muscle everything in our Mm. bodies is a muscle that you have to build and wellness is one of those like muscles or those things in our lives that we really have to dedicate um time Mm, to it's like if you had a new man you take bare time to get to know him (laughs) what's he like do you know what i mean messaging him chatting to him so that that you have to flip it and feel Mm -hmm. like what is your relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. that's it isn't it that's so interesting i love the way that you just rounded that up actually that's like like how ash like how can you advise someone that's perhaps in the similar context to Natalie? Because she's right, like, a career and uh, does play a part in how much you can kind of have that discipline and step away. So mm-hmm. what's yeah. kind of, like, the best approach for someone who is uh, feeling that outward pressure and feels like, oh, I just can't, I just can't do it at the moment. How do they create that structure? Hmm, it's interesting. I mean, I think in terms of, like, the things that, I said I'm able to do that I suppose my work is stressful but I have that leniency but of course not everyone does have that um I would just say I would say with like the people that you work with I would say just like negotiate expectations I mean I think that's something that's really helped Mm. me especially because I have anxiety as well so Mm. times where it gets really stressful because we have like um a lot of like student intakes in my nine to five so it can get really really stressful and I'm like I'm told to work like late and stuff like that but I just literally like I've just I've got to the point where I literally communicate like I'm sorry but I'm here to go to work mind my business and go home like I'm that's literally it so I would say just like communicate expectations but Mm. I think don't focus on having to do like big things I think just do little things which will help you feel a bit better I think it's not about having to do loads of things but I would say create some routine or something that you do which makes you feel better whether that's literally just listening to something on your way to work or before you go to work which makes you feel a bit better focus on that I don't think it's about doing these massive things um I think it's really just about just doing one thing so I would say anyone in that situation just do one thing which is going to make you feel better um but also yeah like if you feel stressed if you feel like it's overwhelming then I would say just um you know manage manage expectations um you know prioritize like when it comes to work what's the most important thing to do do it when you have the most energy to do it um just things like that I think do you know what there is I'm just trying to recall like certain times when I felt really stressed um, with regards to work and stuff and I guess there's a point to be made about the fact that when you kind of embark on this journey of like um, paying attention to and nourishing the well your personal wellness it is very difficult at first like I remember when I started like going to gyms in the morning when I tell you every day I used to wake up open my eyes I'd be like Jesus get me out of this bed Jesus get me out of this bed because there was no other way I was getting out of the bed there was no other way and like I would be half asleep when I was there but I would have just I just had to keep telling myself when you finish you will feel better you're going through it when you finish you will feel better I'm tired when you finish you You feel better better. finish and I felt better Mm-hmm. And the more I kind of um, stuck to that as a discipline, which was really, really, really hard at first, 
then it actually became a lot easier and then it became habit and then you know and sometimes also the way we approach wellness uh evolves over time so at a certain time uh you know exercise in the morning was the thing that was holding me then certain times i too had a christian meditation app and i would use that religiously like i would i, I could not get out of my bed without using that but now i don't use it because i feel like i've 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 I don't know I've gone past that or I'm onto something different so it can always like kind of evolve and change you don't have to if one thing's not working you can always kind of try other things yeah yeah I totally agree with that I think it's important to ask yourself like what do you need the most in this moment and Mm. when you have the tools and resources it's about just picking which one you need like some days that some days I don't necessarily want to write but I might really want to sing and dance before I start the day or just in general then just to uplift my spirit and um, I think it's just about picking and choosing what works for you in that moment mm-hmm. um definitely um I just wanted to ask another two questions um one of them is that um, some workplaces may not have like a wellness program or anything to do with wellness at all. Like that might not be on their agenda. What can we do to make this a permanent feature? Or what? How can we be active in that? Even if it's something for ourselves, or if it's something that we can use as a group thing for the team or for mm. the actual whole organization. What would you suggest, Ash, that we could do? Okay, so um, I will say like in I'll give an example mm-hmm. of me. So in my workplace. I there's there's wellness programs but it's not really prevalent like people don't it's more of a tip box exercise which people Mm -hmm. do but they're actually not like practicing it Mm -hmm. so I actually brought it up with one of my managers and I said you know what like this is what I do like outside of work I try not to talk too much about what I do outside of work at work um, for 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 certain reasons but like I was like do you know what Mm -hmm. exactly so (laughs) it's true people want to know exactly what you're doing from when you leave that five o'clock they want to know okay what's Ash going to do now yeah you can't let them know too much yeah no totally and I think yeah yeah I I don't I have a thing where I'm just like I'm sorry but it's my business that you don't really need to know but um basically what I what I did is I done like a like a workshop with everyone because I was like oh do you know what like we all came with a few ideas what we wanted to do for team building I was like oh guys I just want to try a workshop to sort of develop my skills um and I've just been doing a bit of research on stuff so um so I actually did a workshop myself but what I will say is um for anyone who doesn't have the skills maybe and also doesn't have the programs I would just say speak to your seniors maybe ask the your staff members and ask them like what do they want to see this is this something that's you know is their wellness being affected at work like do they want to see some programs in place and maybe like if a group of you guys are like okay yes I want to do this then maybe just send an email to your seniors and say I think this would be a great idea if we implement this because um, you know, it will benefit our performance at work and mm. also just like our overall ja- job satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So I always say like, don't be afraid to ask for the things that you want at mm. work mm. and always send an email. Don't don't say it in don't say it in person. I mean, you can speak to your manager in person about it or senior in person, but send an email so you have a track of it. Receipts, so it's like receipts. exactly. <laughs> If you've continuously asked for it and then they and then they've not been implementing anything um well-being because a lot of workplaces now have an obligation to make sure that we're they're, mm-hmm. they're checking and looking after our mental well-being mm, yeah then then at least you've got evidence of do you know what i've actually tried this and even though they've you know i've 
raised it nothing's done been done but i would just say speak to your seniors mm. i like that idea of like marketing it as, as something that's beneficial to the company as a whole that really is a tactic that you have to use for everything and Definitely. even try and, try and wrangle some money out of them as well oh it will benefit everybody for tea and biscuit and wine in fact you know what majority of people if you say there's tea wine, and biscuit and wine yeah if you say there's wine and beers available do you, people watch, are there they will attend mm-hmm. people will attend honestly mm-hmm. Just give them, give them something, a motivating factor. <laughs> and then just another question. Um, it's kind of following off what Tolls was saying earlier. Um, sometimes wellness is not just a personal thing. And you may notice that somebody else, maybe a sister at work or just somebody at work, you're not feeling like, oh, my God, their wellness is just not... You can see that they're not okay. Um, what, can, what would you suggest that we could do to support her or to support mm. our colleagues if their wellness is just That's a not good right? Very yeah. good question. That's Honestly. a really good question. Um, I would say have a private conversation with them. I would just say just like listen to them, just ask them, you know, how are you doing? Like how's things? How are you finding work? Um, you know, like what's going on? And try not to do it in a way which is intrusive, like mm-hmm, where like, yeah. you know, they don't want to disclose like personal information. But just do it in like a way where you're just like genuinely checking up on them. Um, and then offer assistance, I would say, if you know that there's certain work obligations which you can kind of take off them, like just to help them a little bit like you know, they're, they're filing something and they're like, oh, do you know what? I'll do it for you. Don't worry about it. Like, focus on the tasks mm. that you've got, that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Just like, if you have the capacity, of course, only help if you've got the capacity and you're in the emotional space yeah, to also important. help. Yeah. yeah. But like, if you can, then just, you know, I'll help you just a little bit. Um, I will just say that. I will say if it gets to the point where you're really, really um, concerned, like that, this could potentially lead to something very serious like harm or or whatever then I would say at that point then I would speak to a service I mean I know like in some workplaces they have like a counselling service I don't Mm -hmm. know in all workplaces but you could potentially speak to like an anonymous team or board or HR and just say you know what I'm a bit concerned however just be a bit mindful like especially if someone tells you personal information about you know family issues or something just be a bit mindful of um, relaying that information to people who you know who are not actually going to help them so just just check like you know who can I contact Mm -hmm. um, and then pass it on or even just pass on information to them and say do you know what there's this service at work you can contact or there's this company outside of work you know what I I suggest you contact them or you know what like even you talk to anyone I'm here for you Um, but I'll say that I think for me like when I I think as you begin to get more senior in your team people begin to come and talk to you a lot more about these type of things and for me I will like have a conversation and give all the encouragement but then I'm just going to go and tell my boss because like no offense it's not my job Mm. yeah does that make sense yeah I agree what you're saying and I feel like where there are like issues with people especially when the wellness is directly work related so like not having enough support at work having too much work on Mm -hmm. poor work allocation when it's things like that, I just literally just run it. I'll be like, okay, support, support, support. And then I'll be like, to my boss, off the record, some people think X, Y, Z, just letting you know, wink, mm. wink, cough, cough. Because ultimately, I feel like... That's the manager's job. We're all in a team mm-hmm. and we, we're all sharing work, right? Mm-hmm. And so if one person is unable to work and they're unable to handle their workload and they struggle... 
they're going to wait till that person breaks then they're going to do reallocation of workload and who's going to have to take that extra work mm. or even that's to say to them oh mm. we're going to get rid of you because you're not doing things exactly. properly because they haven't spoken up or whatever exactly so mm. for me i just feel like it's for that's why i want people put people's business out on the street but i feel like it's for the personal benefit of the team and my and my own personal benefit because i found where where certain team members are not supported and stressed out then when they come to you and be like, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed, and then they're looking at you like, are you gonna take some more work or what? Mm-hmm. And I don't have any work, to, I don't have any space to take any more work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't wanna be in a situation where because that person has been burnt out, they now need two months off, they now need oh, to be Lord. signed off. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. I know it sounds like the way, the, the way, the approach I'm taking is a very capitalist approach in the sense of like, if that person's suffering, ultimately and eventually I will, I will suffer, suffer too. Yeah. So it's kind of like, an act of self-defense because it's like mm. this person has a it's not about saying this person can't do their job it's like this person isn't getting the support they need and this mm. is what they have said off the record just so they're aware of it because sometimes people are happy to vent but then they don't actually want to say anything mm. when it comes to discussing real issues and i had that recently where someone couldn't cope and then i ended up with two of their deals permanently and it's just mashed up my august <laughs> so <laughs> Sorry, I know this is not going to come out till like November, but you know, the sun is blazing right about now, oh, and I'm, I don't even yeah, want to go into no. how I'm feeling. But it just goes to show that, like, if one person is suffering, we're all going to suffer. So you shouldn't just mm. look at that person, like, what's wrong with that person? Mm. Can't they handle their workload? But think about it on a more holistic mm-hmm. view as to why they're going through that stress. Why do they feel that way? You know, not only can you, how can you support them as a colleague in terms of changing their mindset? talk sharing your own personal experiences but also letting people who need to know know that yeah. things aren't being managed properly and and at least then if something happens you know that you They've have said what bit. you needed to say mm. i feel like sometimes though yeah. managers would use that like use the approach of not to look at it they might see that the person's wellness is suffering or their mental suffering or something's not right but they'll just ignore it ignore it ignore it ignore it until then it does become a bigger problem and they are not able to do their work they are not coming to work and their workload does have to be i mean but you can only do as an individual what you you can do you can let the other person because even really you're not even a counselor so when someone's coming to you with their issues like all i can do is be like "Mm -hmm, yes my dear yes my dear i can't really i can give you encouragement on a basic level but there's only so much i can do especially when your stresses and anxiety are based on things like work allocation i have no control over that yeah you know Uh, do you know what i mean so like even the approach that you're talking about natalie i don't think there's actually anything inherently wrong with it because uh anyone who's kind of been like a a a mid-level position will know that's actually the process of managing up if you don't have the tools with which to handle a circumstance like that yourself you take it to the manager because they are people that are supposed to be equipped for those things and like Rachel said yeah there might be some managers that just ignore it but as Ash pointed out before the key to to them not ignoring it is selling it in selling it in as a benefit for the wider team a benefit Mm -hmm. for the company as a whole if someone's struggling and the manager looks like they don't want to do anything about it say you've got to pull them up and say do you know what we really need to address this this person has xyz talents and skills that this is what their potential is i ain't doing all that 
no 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 I, I actually would if I know that it's going to kind of the yeah, pressure is going to come back on me support, I'm yeah. going to do the most I'm mm-hmm. going to wax lyrical I'm going to become a poet and yeah, just be like me, boy. I'll just, I'll just I'll be, be like because like, this can you know this is really help and it's a fact of the matter as well yeah yeah because you know the greater unity there is within the team and the wellness within the team the better the work that's facts like I've yeah, literally seen it with my own eyes when there's someone that's kind of just out in the cold people are treating them away kind of you uh what's the word just not really respecting the fact that they're going through issues or just kind of have that contempt like why couldn't you just pull yourself together it doesn't work it doesn't no one ever got better through that approach but by having a more empathetic approach a more compassionate approach and saying look this situation is going on again like you said natalie you don't name name any names because that's when certain people can move mad and say oh yeah yeah, i think you should fire this one because you know she's a bit of a weakling and they start bringing you in didn't you notice the poor performance today yeah yeah don't bring me into nothing so (laughs) yeah it's like it's that element of like community wellness is actually kind of a springboard for your individual and personal wellness and vice versa it's like a it's like a perfect circle kind of just working together for the good of man and humanity now I sound hippy dippy (laughs) but I feel like that's that's what I've seen with my own eyes like where I'll just be more inclined to be like oh that person is getting on my nerves because now I have to deal with their stuff I try and see it a bit from a different angle but there are people that will take the mickey and it's not a wellness thing and they do need like professional discipline <laughs> no for real there it's is true. i've had a situation no, like that yeah true. and i said and to my manager why... what's going on here and she dealt with it so yeah and this is why part of me is like whatever it is you report it because ultimately even if someone does like need professional discipline it's not do you know what i mean it's not for me to say anything it's for me to be like okay cool did you know? And if they know, then it's like, then just let them kind of do it. That's snitching still. <laughs> There's no snitching. Sn- listen, what, my descri- you know my definition of wellness at work? What? Self-preservation. <laughs> Preservation yeah. of self. If I'm not a whole, a whole person, I cannot do a mm. good job. And I can't put my mortgage at risk. Boy, so. in this England, that's actually the men- mentality one has to have as an ethnic yeah, minority yeah. as well. Dog eat dog. Mm. 100%. Woof. um so just to round up now and we're coming towards the end um ash do you have any tips for listeners in terms of wellness and things that they might be able to do even if they are doing some of the things you listed earlier things that they can do to enhance that or things that they can do to increase the wellness in their life and their working schedule yeah so i would just say that the three main things um number one i would say have a routine outside of work so ideally before you start the day just do something which makes you feel like you're in control um and you feel centered and you feel you know good about yourself so i'll say whatever that looks like that could be going on a run a jog that could just be like listening to music that you know makes you feel good or it could simply be meditating or looking at a quote whatever it is just do something which makes you feel good before you start work um, I would say to take breaks, just make sure that, you know, you close your laptop when it's time to do so, mm. you know, um, or if, you know, if you've got a lot of work and you've got a lot of obligations, just like scheduling the time. So say two hours or three, four hours, I'm going to complete this task and then, you know, remove all distractions. And then after that, I'm going to take a break for however long it um, is required or you can. So I would say just take breaks as well. And I would also just say, like, 
communicate how you feel to your seniors if you feel overwhelmed you know if you desperately need um a day off or you really need to take your holiday and um, i know obviously it can be difficult and i understand that but i would say just you know document it and send by email because you never know like they they might they might end up saying do you know what okay that's cool that's fine so i would just say communicate how you feel to people and another thing i'll just say is also set boundaries because i think boundaries is a is a fundamental part of wellness so if you don't have the capacity to do something and you're required to do it urgently if you can just say no or say do you know what i can do this tomorrow or i'll do this tomorrow instead or whenever you have the capacity to do so so i'll say communicate boundaries to people around you and, and expectations um so yeah those are my tips um nat tolls do you guys have any tips for wellness tolls can go first Wait, I'll, I'll ask a question again please um do you have any tips for listeners in terms of how they can um, increase their wellness in their daily lives and their working schedule going forward even if they have things that they're doing now what could they do to add to that oh i need to think about this still a little you go rachel okay i'll go i think um i agree with everything asha said um i'm gonna try and implement those but i think um for me personally i would like to schedule myself a lot more and not only in terms of work but like things that i do outside of work yeah. so like holidays staycations doing things that make me happy outside yeah, of work so if yeah. that's going for a, a foot rub massage or whatever it is foot rub. Rub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what kind of free business no. <laughs> you know the um uh, you know what I'm you mean pedicure doing... yeah pedicure oh, okay oh my um, god is that your pedicure is doing rubbing up your feet sorry oh. guys i'm diverting they... no they do but it's really nice it feels nice <laughs> anyway oh. back to the topic uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, also I like doing things like going to Ikea and looking at all the decor and picking out little flowers and little oh candles gosh. and things like that so that's me like, and Pinterest but yeah I enjoy it and it makes me feel happy so I think like doing things that make me feel happy that is not part of my strict like day to day going to work nine to five I think mm -hmm. those really support my wellness and make me feel a lot better a lot happier um, I think those are the things that I would advise people to do that was, I think that was one of the things that I was going to say as well, like have interest outside of work so that you, because in doing so, you then are creating a line between yourself and the workplace and it doesn't feel like your whole entire life is your work because as we always say, they will find another person in a second if they need to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. So don't ever let your work identity become your actual personal identity. It kind of also comes back to knowing who you are as a person, what you want out of your life, what brings you joy, um, what... Yeah, and kind of focusing on those things so, and not focusing on what it is that you do because what it is that you do can change in life. Not everybody stays in the same job or the mm. same role forever. Don't get into that kind of trap where you're defined by what you're doing and you think that it's the, the sum total of your worth as a person on the earth. And, um, and oh, one very, very practical thing I would say is if you're finding like it difficult to kind of incorporate these things in actually add it physically to your calendar and put reminders that is a good in. idea that's what i had to do yeah and then hopefully that will help you be mindful of it more you may not always adhere to it but at least it's there and schedule it maybe a month in advance or something like that and that's just something really practical i love that oh, for me i just think it's not that deep <laughs> Every day, it's not that deep. <laughs> no, but it's because it's like our own personal realization that some of the things that we think are so important, mm -hmm. and w 
are, are not actually that important and I think wellness is making that attitude like a real stronghold foundation in your life like you know for me now I just think I do what I can do in the time that I'm given and as long as I know deep down I've done my best I go to sleep and I sleep good mm. like I think that's the attitude to have you know it's not that deep you will get done when you can get it done and as long as you've tried your best just leave it at that and I think sometimes it's all about I take that attitude because the focus for me this year personally has really been on being kinder to myself and being nicer to myself and part of that is thinking about well if I need to stress about something if I'm really focusing on wellness and having a good quality of life I'm going to make sure the things that get my stress or my anxiety not that I'm you know allocating it to certain things but they're things that are actually worth it and if it's not genuinely truly worth it it's just not going to get that type of attention from me because nine times out of ten is probably not that deep you know hear that still okay guys and um, so as we're coming to the end i just wanted to give ash an opportunity to um tell us where people where we can find yes. you mm-hmm. and like what things you might have coming up and things that you might have that you're going to post up and things like that so yeah this is your time ash yeah so first and foremost thank you guys so much for allowing me to enter your space i really appreciate it and i love what you guys are doing so yeah, thank, thank you. you thank you <laughs> and um so on instagram you can find me ash alvarez underscore and um my blog you can find me ash alvarez blog dot com can and i just say i've read through that blog and it's outstanding so i absolutely I love loved it, it. so mm, yes make sure you check that out sorry continue <laughs> oh thank you um so i would just say yes yeah, so my blog instagram and also my organization so it's warrior reminder on instagram so yeah We're coming to the end now, guys. Um, I just wanted to remind you of our socials again. It's at BWWPodcastUK on Instagram and Twitter. And you can DM us if you want to, or you can retweet us or do anything you want to with us on those socials. And then we also have our email address, blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com. And our website, www.blackwomenworking.com. So you can find us there if you want to get in contact with us. But yeah, that's it from us today, guys. So we'll see you soon. We'll hear from you all soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye.